It has been 10 years since the Catholic Gentleman launched in July of 2013. And in the world, in our personal lives, and in the church, so much has changed. Sam and I are going to talk today about the Catholic Gentleman, the progress of the Catholic Gentleman, and our future ahead. We couldn't be more excited. Stay with us. Welcome, gentlemen, to another edition of the Catholic Gentleman Podcast. We're so happy you've joined us. Uh, we are your co-hosts, Sam Guzman and John Heinen, and uh, we are really excited today to talk about 10 years of the Catholic Gentleman. It's been a long journey, an uh, exciting journey full of blessings and trials, and uh, most of all, uh, of God's grace, and uh, we're just so thankful to uh, have achieved this milestone um, uh, with our Blessed Mother's help and with the guidance of St. Joseph and uh, and all the uh, spiritual friends, unknown and unknown, who have uh, accompanied us along the way. So before we begin, though, I just want to let you know about a special offer we have going on right now to celebrate these 10 years. We have a special discount on Catholic Gentleman Plus. What is Catholic Gentleman Plus, you ask? You probably heard about it by now, but if not, uh, it is the kind of the next level of the Catholic Gentleman where we are working really hard to provide some premium content for you, some, some talks from John and I on different spiritual and practical topics, as well as bringing in some guest experts who are just doing an amazing job of uh, bringing uh, illumination and depth to our monthly theme. Um, there's monthly prayer practices, uh, a library of digital works, a whole lot more. But that's uh, discounted right now for $100 a year, um, which is, is a pretty significant discount. And there's some cool bonuses that you'll get as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Sam. And I'll just jump in there and talk a little bit about that. So this is the first time that we're ever offering the discount of $100 for the annual subscription. It's $12.99 a month, but with this annual subscription, not only is it quite a bit cheaper, you also get uh, the new a quote book that we have put together that is like 130 pages. It's just filled in sections by different virtues and quotes related to that. You get that print version of it. You also get Sam's book, The Catholic Gentleman, print version of it, and an embossed leather keychain, as well as 15% ongoing discount on uh, the Catholic Gentleman store items. So if there's any of those mugs or rosaries or other items that we're going to come out with that look of interest to you, you can have that ongoing 15% discount. So it is it is such a discount that uh, I'm so excited. It is the biggest discount we have been able to give. And uh, here it is at the 10th anniversary of the Catholic Gentleman. So head over to catholicgentlemanplus.com. You're not going to be able to miss it. We're not actually offering the annual subscription in any other way. So if you head over to catholicgentlemanplus.com or click on it in the show notes, you can uh, see that offer. Yeah, and I also just wanted to say on the topic of the Catholic Gentleman book, I kind of discovered by accident the other day that uh, the audiobook version has been published on Amazon, on Audible. Um, so if you are a person who likes audiobooks, uh, check it out. Narrated by me, um, I recorded all the files sent it off and uh, was never notified whether or not it was published. So <laughs> the other day I just checked and there it was. So if you're looking, if you're looking for a Catholic gentleman 
the book, The Gallic Gentleman Living Authentic Manhood today. Check it out on Audible. Uh, it is available. So yeah. I'm excited about that just in yeah, time for the 10th anniversary. So. Yeah, absolutely. So Sam, I think we should get started about 10 years ago. And I think just talking to our listeners, tell them again, why you got started, what was happening in the world? What was happening in your life that decided to get you started? Because we're going to talk about all the changes over those last 10 years. And it's pretty remarkable. Yes, it's it, man, the world has moved fast. So just rewinding in time. Um, I was a young convert. Uh, my conversions really started uh, in earnest and in when I was in college. Um, and that's a long story. If you want to check it out, look me up on the EWTN's The Journey Home. I go into a lot more detail there. But the main thing was I was confirmed in Easter of 2012 um, and was a young, zealous convert, uh, as converts often are, uh, very eager to dive into their faith and learn everything they can about it. Uh, but a lot of this goes back to even before that, where I was struggling to figure out what manhood meant. Um, and I think it was uh, 2011, 2012, in fact, around that time where there's this, this site came uh, online, uh, The Art of Manliness. Some of you may have heard of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I started reading that in college because I just was a you know modern, young, disaffected young man who was kind of looking around at all of the different cultural messages around manhood and found them all lacking in one way or another. They all just seemed as like either, you know, frat boy, bro culture, or it was like, you know, the, the gym rat culture, um, or, you know, more of a, an effeminate uh, version of manhood. And I just, none of those rang true with me. And I just knew there had to be something else. And when I came across the art of manliness, I, Somebody was kind of cute and kitschy, like, you know, how to shave like your grandpa, I think was one of the first posts they put out there. So it was kind of like, you know, not too deep or anything, but just kind of fun. And I latched on to that. I thought this is kind of cool. I've always liked vintage stuff anyway. I've always kind of been drawn to like antique stores, old things, that kind of thing. So I latched on to Art of Manliness right away. I love the atmosphere. I love the vibe. But he also started to ask some of those more provocative questions about what does manhood look like today? Um, so those questions were rattling around my mind. Um, I had gotten married in 2010 as well. Um, and we were just starting our family. Um, and, uh, we had our first child in, uh, 2012 and I was starting to get serious about being a dad. Like there's nothing that'll change you quite like having your first child and just looking into this tiny being and realize that he's completely dependent on you and he's yeah. going to be looking to you for example and you know it's going to be wanting to be learning from you and i was like i barely have things figured out myself how can i raise this little creature this little human being that god has entrusted to me um so so those were some of those questions and things that were swirling around in my head around that time um, and was just trying to find myself as a young man. So um, being a young, zealous convert, believing the Catholic Church had all the answers, uh, I was like, there surely has to be amazing resources for men in the Catholic world. Uh, so I got online and started searching, Googling uh, Catholic men's resources. And there were a few things that came up. There, there were. Uh, I don't want to act like there was absolutely nothing. But... 
it was not what I expected. It was not very exciting at all. Some of them were like apostolates that were, you know, defunct or on death's door. Some were, you know, things that were for a different demographic than me. Some were just very poorly done. And I was very disappointed because coming from the evangelical world, uh, say what you will about Protestants, but they they do they do have a lot of of uh, men's resources, yes, out there. And I thought that the Catholic Church surely would com- compete with that or compare to that, and found that was not the case. So I was a little frustrated, a little disappointed. Um, and by the way, John, feel free to interrupt me at any time. I know I'm kind of monologuing a lot right now, but. Um, so I that was kind of where things left off was just a sense of disappointment. Like it's really not a lot out there for me. And I'm like, I don't I like the art of manliness, but Benjamin Franklin can only take you so far. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt is maybe inspiring in some ways, but he's also, you know, not exactly the guy that I want for my life. I want the saints. I want the wisdom of the, the church. I want um you know, the, the guidance uh, of our spiritual tradition here. Um, so that was kind of where God was leading me at that point was just kind of this general sense of dissatisfaction, but also looking for something more. I say, yeah. So I, I think that's really exciting. And actually, as you know, Sam, I got married in 2010 as well. And I got pretty zealous into my faith. So I was always Catholic, but I started going to the Latin Mass and I started getting incredibly zealous with with sacramentals and things of that nature. And I too had fallen into uh, Brett McKay's Art of Manliness and the great works he was doing. But you're right. It was always kind of like uh, falling short, uh, maybe more you know humanistic, even in the his, his theological uh, discernments and things like that. It always just kind of fell flat. It was always, but why? Because this is the best thought? Because this is the best um, approach that you've been able to come by? You know, they're all very subjective. You know, and I enjoyed the the hunting articles, and I remember looking at the shaving articles, and I remember looking at, at, you know, some of these different ones about attire and things like that that you're wearing. And I loved hearing about the history of it because there were, like, little things like you never, you know, carried your um, pocket watch uh, out on the outside when you were going to a dinner party because it showed the individuals that you had maybe had something more important than them that was coming up and how that could relate to today by keeping your phone out. And there's a lot of these truths that just, you know, kind of really stick through, but you're right. It kind of lacked that authenticity of what it meant meant or what it means to be a man and what it means to be a man who's pursuing holiness uh, that was lacking. And I remember coming across your social media feeds and the black and white images, because I was working for a different company that was uh, in the Catholic space. And I would see your really cool images. And I remember um, being enthralled by those. And I reached out to you, I, I can't remember, eight or nine years ago. So you had just been doing it for about a year when I reached out to you and we first connected. And so, you know, I can just say thank you for for putting that together because it did provide something that was a void in the marketplace, if you will, a void in the digital space for men and something that has brought such great fruit and such great um such great uh edifying you know teachings uh and help for my own personal life so yeah well i i appreciate that perspective you know i i want to share too how i actually had the inspiration because it was a very clear moment that i remember um we were in our tiny little apartment um and i remember just sitting in my recliner and I was praying this novena of consecration to a blessed mother. 
Uh, and I was like on day four or five, something like that. We were just sitting there and just praying the prayers. It was uh, prayers written by St. Maximilian Colby. And I was I was praying those prayers. And I remember just, I had just finished the prayer and I was still praying. And this inspiration just came for the Catholic gentleman. Like the, the words, the, the name came into mind, the logo, I could even see like the logo. Um, and I, as soon as I finished praying, I went over to my computer and I just created the logo with some clip art I found online, put up a website on wordpress.com and just started writing. Um, and I think one of my first posts was like putting the gentle in gentleman. Like, I think that was the first one. And I, it was all about like how, uh, masculine strength under control and in the form of gentleness is incredibly powerful um and something that the world needs um and i set up a facebook page and immediately like i knew all of the aesthetic i was going for like i didn't know much else i didn't have a marketing plan or anything like that but um i knew that i wanted to be like black and white vintage looking um old classic photos with paired with saint quotes and this quotes because Quotes had played a role in my conversion, which again is a little yeah. too long to go into right now, but I knew the power of good quotes. And so I was like, if we could just inject just for a moment, even for 30 seconds, something in someone's social media feed that lets them, leads them to metaphorically look up, to turn their gaze heavenward for even a minute, like that's worth something. And so I just started sharing these around and it started kind of going viral and some of us just, you know, shared hundreds of times. And I was like, wow, something's really happening here. But it all came out of that moment of prayer where I feel like a blessed mother out of concern for her sons. And I think she's very concerned for her sons. Yeah. Um, sent that inspiration. And I just happened to be the one who was listening <laughs> and, uh, and the rest is is history and, and and really attribute the growth and the the blessing of it to our blessed mother and her her guidance and care and concern uh again for her sons who yeah. are in many ways hurting in our culture amen that's the truth and and i really appreciate that and for our listeners and for me i thought it was humorous that i decided cuz you brought up social media and i was just like yeah, what was going on back in 2013? Let's dig back 10 years and let's see what was happening, you know? And one thing I'll say for those of you who are in the know is MySpace was still around and was still pretty active. Apparently, it's still around, but I didn't know that. But it's changed its whole whole approach. But Facebook was, um, you know, still getting off the grounds. You know, it was still learning to be successful. It was still growing. I think one fun statistic that I found was that in 2013, only 56% of the American population had smartphones of the phone-using popul population. Only 56%. Flash, you know, flash forward 10 years in 2023, it's now just over 82% of the population in America has smartphones and 98% have phones. So there are quite a few still using kind of landlines and, and, you know, dumb phones and stuff like that. Generally the, the older demographic, but we're at 82%. And the other statistic is that in this year, the average time spent on phone is 5.5 hours a day. 
That is exhausting to think about. And, and we just see the need to bring this. You know, we see a lot of problems and we've had a lot of conversations on other podcasts about smartphone usage and, and these sort of statistics. But something else that I like to just bring up is that video on demand with uh, Netflix, right? Not video on demand, but streaming on demand with Netflix had just come out about a year earlier. And uh, Amazon, I pulled out, was number 49 on the Fortune 500. I don't know if you guys pay any attention to that, but they were 49th on F Fortune 500. They have now been, you know, a second in the last four years to uh, Walmart, which has been first for the last 11 years. But for anybody who pays attention to those things, Amazon, while 49th, still hadn't quite. I mean, I don't know if you you remember that. It was like the first time Amazon Prime came out and was like, wow, it's just a one-year subscription and I get free shipping. And it wasn't two-day free shipping or one-day free shipping or same-day free shipping. It was just free shipping. And that thought was pretty revolutionary. And I think we got um, we got taken up by uh, by technology and technology, you know, electric cars weren't around to the degree they are now. You know, just think about the advancements. We're now fighting or actually discerning AI and what is AI and how is that going to affect us? And so, man, so much has happened in the last 10 years and praise be to God that the Catholic gentleman has been there to provide some sort of light or some sort of direction in, in the confusion. Yeah, it's it's been a journey that's really grown up with me um, as I've matured in my faith. Um, but also it's it's kind of grown up in this, yeah, this cultural atmosphere. And one of the funny uh trends that I've noticed is that back in the early days of the internet, podcasts were actually really popular. Um, you know, you could you had your iPod with the scroll wheel and like you'd get your podcast delivered to that. Um, but then they kind of like faded away. They did. Uh, yep. And it's funny to note how they've made a huge comeback in the last few years. And maybe, you know, I don't know when that that trend started, but now podcasts are like everything. Um, you know, it's uh, and, and it's really obviously one of the shifts in the Catholic gentleman has been uh, a shift away from the written blog articles. Not to say that that's done for or that it has no purpose anymore. We certainly plan to still provide written content, but there's been a new emphasis on uh, podcasting at the Catholic Gentleman. And that's that kind of involves, you know, your story uh, a bit as you kind of came on as uh, director of Catholic Gentleman. But, yeah. but rewinding a little bit from that, like one of the things that uh, was a struggle for me was um, – well, do you, do you want to get into struggles yet? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you tell we're, me. We're, yeah, we're we're. I I think it would be fine to talk about struggles because I think that's a big part of the revolution or the evolution. Forgive me of of the Catholic gentleman, and and I think that it's important to kind of talk about those struggles, but also to talk about exactly what you're saying because you're exactly right. Podcasts have fallen off the map, and I actually don't have those statistics. It's actually multifaceted with uh, streaming services and um, the ability to. Um, uh, to play things on demand and play things back and and the XM radio and all of those things started creating kind of a fertile soil or even, you know, kindling to start the fire of podcasts. And then podcasts just exploded. And I've talked to a number of people who are doing podcasts back in the day, back in 2013. And after like three, four years of doing that, not really seeing the reach or the experience kind of gave up and they stopped doing it. And then now they're 
way behind, unfortunately. And so it's been it's been a huge blessing to bring this to the front in a means and medium in which people are used to now digesting content and still constantly trying to bring them closer to Christ, closer to the truth, but using the means in which um, the world has, you know, unfortunately, in many ways, taken them. So yeah, why don't you talk about some of the struggles and the difficulties that um, brought us to our present day? And then we can talk about the present day and the future. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think one of the things that I hit right away was just um, time. Uh, it was always a part-time thing. A lot of people thought it was a full-time thing, um, but it wasn't. It's always been uh, a side effort for me. And so I underestimated how long it took sometimes to find the right image and the right quote and the pairing. Um, a lot of people just assumed it was, you know, took me five minutes. It sometimes I'm no joke would take me like two hours to find an image that I thought was like the perfect image for this quote. And sometimes I would start with an image that was like the perfect image. And then I had to find a quote that would go with it. But there was a lot of uh, intentionality there. Like it wasn't just um, copy and paste. Like I it took a lot of time. And if the I other, could, uh, I'm going to just jump in here yeah, and go say ahead. that nobody truly understands this unless you have lived it because I have fallen into that exact same experience over the last three years, more times than I could possibly count. And then looking at the clock and being like, oh goodness, I just spent two hours thinking of a title for this, you know, episode in a right. description or something along those lines, because you want to let the spirit move you. You want to be intentional and not reactionary, but in some of these things just take time. And like you were saying, like this podcast takes us, um, quite literally, probably about seven hours um, a week to get it edited, get it, you know, descriptions and all of that stuff and recorded and, and everything like that. So I mean, it is, it is, you know, maybe, maybe four or five hours, you know, but definitely not less than that. So yeah, exactly. And the full time job and like little ones at home and, yeah. and all the needs there. It was it was a lot. Um, and it got sustained me through it, obviously, but it, it did consume a tremendous amount of time. Um, and then early on, it was funny, uh, someone I got, got to know presented this wonderful opportunity to merchandise Catholic gentlemen, uh, clothing, um, materials, uh, like notebooks, things like that. And, uh, it was a great learning opportunity for me because essentially uh, I didn't read the fine print um, and he sent me this, this uh, contract in the mail. And I thought, this is, I trust this guy. I know this guy, like I'm, I'm a very trusting person, very open person. Uh, and uh, my wife's like, you need to read that very carefully. I don't know what he's, what he's got in there. I was like, ah, eh, I know him. So I just glanced over it and just signed on that line, mailed it back to him. Well, come to find out, I had uh, signed over the rights to the Catholic gentleman brand to him forever. Um, and when I realized what I had done, I lost so much sleep. I was like, my stomach was in knots and, and um, immediately there began the battle to try to get it back. Well, I, I tried to get it back. Um, and, but basically he was threatening to sue me if I ever did anything that he didn't approve of or sold anything or made any money that he didn't approve of. Um, and so it was, it was just a mess. And I, I, lawyers were threatened to get involved. They never did. Thanks be to God. But 
But after going back and forth about this, I just remember dry, just driving home from work, just like being ill with anxiety about the future of the Catholic gentleman, because it was just starting to take off. It was just really, uh, you know, starting to get some traction and I already felt like the future was jeopardized. Mm. Um, and after a lot of prayer, I think my wife and I did a rosary novena. And on like day nine, he emailed me and was like, I'm going to let it go. Like, I'm not happy about this, but like he's, he put it in writing and like sent me a, a release releasing me from the contract and oh my goodness i was i had never been so relieved in my life <laughs> wow. but uh man i learned something that day that's for sure wow ah, i know i cannot imagine i cannot imagine and so and thanks be to god that the spirit was moving not only teaching you something but hopefully directing this man's heart uh to um to something you know more virtuous so wow that is yeah I, I just well and again praise God and all our listeners are are praising God give give a thanks thanks be to God right now because here we are present day and I think this is a great opportunity to talk about where the Catholic gentleman is currently and so some statistics to give up um, prayers to God and, and thanksgiving to God is that we now have over 350,000 followers on our combined pages, email list, etc. And it is constantly growing. I mean, quite literally growing, mm, I don't know, 2000 a month, maybe more. And so thanks be to God for that. Men need this. Our world has con head first into the pits and into the demonic and into, you know, uh, all these different philosophies and agendas and isms that have just taken people by storm and taken our youth by storm and convinced people with, with trendy headlines. And so to bring the timelessness of the church's teachings and even short sound bites on our social media pages is a grace from God that we can continue to do that. Another thing is, is our website in the last 12 months has received over 1.1 million page hits, which is just incredible and such a huge blessing. As you guys know, because you're listening, we launched our weekly podcast now almost two and a half years ago. I think this is going to be the 118th or 119th episode, somewhere around there. And so just about... Um, and just about two, two and a half years ago. And the podcast is doing uh, incredibly well in accordance to God's will, right? We just, uh, um, you know, give it over to our lady and trust that the right men are listening. Those are you. And so please offer up our prayer for us. And then finally, and one of the biggest things that we've done is we've been able to launch the Catholic Gentleman Plus. And that has been kind of my whole vision and thoughts and prayers and stress and sleepless nights and all of that stuff, because I've been thinking about it for over three years. And then we finally were able to uh, get it together after quite literally years of planning and thought and, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of work. And again, couldn't be more thankful because we're not doing it for, um, for fame. We're not doing it for fortune. That's for sure. We are doing it to help the lives of men. And so anyways, I couldn't be more thankful to, uh, Sam, to our listeners, to our audience and site members for bringing us to this place here at the Catholic gentleman. Yeah, absolutely. And why is this important? You know, like John said, it's not about us uh, and our, our self-promotion or anything like that. Um, to me, it is 100% about uh, the final struggle, I think, between uh, the woman and the serpent. Uh, you know, Sister Lucia Fatima 
was was quoted as saying, you know, the final the final battle between God and Satan uh, will be over the family. Um, and why? Because the family is everything. Like that is where human life begins, uh, and where it what happens in that family can follow us for years, even well into adulthood, and could shape patterns uh, for good or ill. And when broken families often create broken people, uh, hurting people, people who've been wounded deeply, uh, and then go on to hurt others. Uh, so it is urgent that we heal the family. And what is, I believe, the key to healing the family? It's fathers. It's fatherhood. It's strong fathers who are loving, who are, who are gentle, who are also strong and who know what they're about, who have that clarity of mind and intention. And they're studying the faith. They're growing in holiness. They're loving the children's mother, uh, their servant leaders. And they're modeling virtue for the children. Like that is what's going to change the world. And when the church says, you know, that that the future of humanity goes by way of the family, it's not just a cute saying. It's absolutely 100% true. So to me, it's like always been about this urgency to help men who are floundering in our culture, who feel directionless, who feel purposelessness, purposelessness who don't know what it means to be a man, because maybe they never had that model for them and, and, and providing the wisdom of the church and the saints to those men. So is it about us? Believe me, John and I are getting rich off of this. That's this is 100% about the mission. This is about the mission of raising up servant leaders who can heal our culture, who can heal the family uh, guided by the Holy spirit uh, and by the sacraments and wisdom of the church. Yeah, amen. And I'm just going to say, I didn't ever expect to to be working on The Catholic Gentleman with Sam. I didn't ever expect to be kind of taking the reins and moving things forward and coming up with visions and coordinating with teams and things of this nature. This wasn't at all on my thought process, especially when I was a professional trumpet player for many, many years and trying to be, become a better trumpet player and then having children and wondering how I was going to take care of my family and and all of those sort of things. So, I mean, it has been a, it has been a crazy ride, but I will just say that through that consecration to Our Lady, Honestly, that's what she, that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I love doing this. I'm so edified every single time Sam and I get to talk. Uh, there are some weeks that we only get to talk during these episodes um, because of our lives and our families and stuff. Praise be to God. But it is such a blessing to be able to, I always say, labor in this in this vineyard, right? In this ministry for men because it's so needed. And man, do we have a lot of plans and a lot of thoughts. And every time Sam and I get to start thinking about the future, it becomes all the more exciting. And so a couple things that I just want to share with you guys um to help bring men close i gotta to interrupt you there john yeah please yeah i want you to i want you to share those things about the future absolutely but i do want to give a word of appreciation to you uh because i you know about seven years in i had given it all i had i had i had tried things i had tried to take it to the next level and i just couldn't i had hit the wall and i was feeling really discouraged to be honest and i didn't know how, uh, what the future of the gathered gentleman looked like. Um, and then through various circumstances, God brought, you know, you into, uh, my life and we had a similar vision that just aligned. And that was always the thing that was always concerning to me was like, whoever joins the team, I want them to have the same vision. When we met, it was like, we were swapping stories and like, just realized that there was that incredible alignment there. And, 
you came on at just the right time and were that you were that person who helped Catholic gentlemen go to the next level. I, you know, I hit the wall, you know, I was doing memes, I was writing blogs, but that was about all I could do. Uh, and you leveled it up. And so I'm, I'm thankful to God that he brought you on board. Yeah, thank you, Sam. I am too. And I will just second all of that you just stated. I remember our our, our marital um both joys and struggles, our uh our struggles inside the church, you know, and what has happened with the church in the last 10 years, um, as well as our approach to um helping and to aiding and to um doing our best and becoming best, um, is is just so aligned. And that's been such a huge blessing because it's actually um we're never having to fight with each other about these things at all. <laughs> it's definitely just, you know, a true God sent and a true grace. So yeah, it's, it's mutual. So thanks be to God. Um, well, take us into the future. John. Where yeah, are we going take now? us into the future. Exactly right. Well, we're not promised tomorrow, but if we have it our way, <laughs> the plan is, is that we are going to be launching a new site this year. And I know that actually that is going to happen. We will be launching a new site on the Catholic gentleman. It's going to be a little bit more uh, focused on uh, kind of our uh, pillars of unity um, uh, to unify ourselves in God, ourselves in, you know, um, internally self-mastery and ourselves with others. But it's also going to be really focused on the great content that we have provided. We're coming out with actually a lot more blogs. So that's been something in the work, but we're coming to come out with a lot more written content content starting in August, actually, it's going to be coming out on a more regular, consistent basis. So that's exciting. Um, Sam and I are talking about it. It's it's not far off. We just actually published that book on quotes ourselves. And we're going to be doing a lot more books on publishing new devotionals, things like that for men that really speak to the the heart of men. And I couldn't be more excited about that. And then finally, and this is just something I got to be cautious about what I say is with the launch of the Catholic Gentleman Plus, the sky's the limit. The fact that we can bring the this tool to men, that we can um, create many courses, a couple already in the works, that um, in addition to all the foundation that we've already laid within there, you know, we've got one that's, um, that's uh, going to come together for married men and for guiding them. We're talking about different syndicates shows with different influencers that um, just incredibly speak to the hearts of men. And then you just wrap that all together with uh, God's grace, his will and our lady's guidance. And honestly, looking back, it, it um, it's incredible what got us here. And I, I couldn't be more excited to the future that we are um, headed. Yes, absolutely. So there's a lot more to come. Uh, we're so thankful that you uh, are here, that you're listening to us, that you are a part of the mission. Because to me, it's always been about that one person on the other side of the screen, um, that other person, uh, just one person. That's always been my prayer is, God, if this doesn't help anyone except for one person in their life is uh, they're drawn closer to God, they're, they're inspired to pursue holiness. That to me is what matters. Uh, and thanks be to God, there's been uh, many more than just one person. But ultimately, uh, you're a part of this mission too. Uh, and we're so thankful to have you here and um, giving us a little bit of your time and attention. I know there's endless content out there for you to choose from, but you have chosen to be present here and uh, hopefully to share this content with others and and all that to say, thanks so much for being a part of this amazing journey uh, and for um, sharing the vision of the Catholic gentleman, which really is about being men 
and more than that, being saints. Uh, and that's always been the core of everything that we do. Yeah, no, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I am, I want to just say how thankful I am for you guys tuning in and, and please keep us in your prayers, right? We are absolutely dependent on the prayers of our listeners, our followers, our readers, et cetera, because without those prayers, it's going to be led to our own vanity, to our own pride, to our own inabilities, et cetera. And so we are in desperate need of those prayers. Please continue continue to keep them going. Uh, we are doing this for you. We are doing this for men. I appreciate it if you, you know, share any of this out or blog articles that you appreciate, podcast articles that you appreciate. And thank you for all those, our donors, et cetera. It's just um, it's pretty incredible. So thanks be to God. I think with that, Sam, anything else you want to share? No, I just, uh, here's to the next 10 years. Uh, you know, I think it's gentleman, gentlemanliness, manliness is, is a tradition. It's about not yourself, but it's about future generations and about passing something down, leaving a legacy. Uh, and it is my prayer that, that everyone who's listening to this can leave a le legacy of holiness and righteousness and goodness to their descendants um, and, and sow seeds of righteousness for the future. And uh, so I am just, again, like excited about the future, the next 10 years, so to speak, uh, or, or whatever God has in store. Uh, and just continuing to uh, trust God's will every step of the way. Um, but really, that's all I have to say. I'm just, I'm, it's been a wonderful journey uh, and uh, a wonderful 10 years. So thank you all. Awesome. All glory, praise, and honor be to the King of Kings through our Blessed Mother. And as we end each of our episodes, be a man, be a saint. <laughs>